You are now listening to the Team Bear Sports Podcast. We're back. This is a Bears victory. Week yeah. Three, I guess the Texans 23-20. I mean, I mean, we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll just get right into it, Jack. Um, mm-hmm. It's not the kind of victory I feel like that we want in this type of season. Like, I mean, you don't want, there's the old expression, like you don't apologize for victories, but like right. what, where we're at now with the team I mean, we'll talk about the good, the good, and then the, probably the longest portion of this podcast we'll save for <clears throat> afterwards. But the Bears beat the Bears beat the Texans twenty three to twenty. Um, Roquan Smith, just pay the man. Yeah, I, he definitely had a bounce back game. Um, you know, the week in Green Bay, he let he did not have a good game. I, I he did it. You know, he missed tackles. You could tell he just wasn't himself. Um, Today was a total well, last week. I'm excuse me against the uh, Houston Texans. Total bounce back game. 16 tackles, interception off the deflection to seal the game. Um, yeah, let's let's see what happens. Um, you know, hopefully he can just stay, you know, healthy and everything. Um, yeah, but it, it was. Uh, I mean, listen. I think this team is just going to be a growing process. I'm yeah. not going to. I'm not hopping off the the Justin Fields bandwagon. Yeah, well, let's talk about the, the, the two positive things I think of this game were one. Let's do negative. Let's do negative. Let's get the end on a good note. Yeah. All right, like, so the negative, Justin Fields, he self-admittedly said that he played like trash. He did through two interceptions. I mean, he completed what? Nine passes, eight. ten passes, he was eight, eight passes. Eight for 17. Second time this year. <laughs> I mean, he's the Bears have completed like under – 40 passes for the season within three games. It's they, they average 15 pass attempts a game so far this year. Well, and like the, the thing for me is like after the Packers game where, you know, everyone was clamoring for, well, how come we're not passing? How come we're not passing? And then you see like Justin passed, they get, they, they get, they, they ran some plays. He took some shots. Mm-hmm. And then you see what the Bears did on the ground. It's it's. I think I am. I, I think it's it's. I think it's a little twofold in the sense of like, the Packers wanted you to run the ball, because it just chews up time, right? And it's hard to come back when you're down 27, or excuse me, 24 to 10, when all you can do is run the ball. It's like if I'm the Packers defense coordinator, yeah, go ahead, run the ball. Like I want you to run the ball. You know, um, because what it does is it just chews up time. And, you know, I I look at it as like, yeah, it's great that they're running the ball, but eventually they are going to have to pass it in today's NFL. It doesn't help that they have a bunch of bums as wide receivers. Well, so what do you, what do you think that needs to be done? Is it, coaching is it justin is it a combination i I think is it i would say it's probably a combination of everything um i think the scheme is working you could definitely tell the scheme is working because people are getting open Mm -hmm. right and you know i think it's on justin fields to make and pull that trigger 
you know, I've heard people say like, oh, he's got the yips, you know, he's not himself, what the fuck? I get it. I, I think it, obviously his footwork isn't the best right now. Um, you know, on his long run, he had a, like that 130 yard run that he had. He did have like a multiple guys open. He's got to pull that trigger. In the game against Green Bay, he had guys wide open because the scheme worked. It seems after it seems like after every game, like you you see the graphics or like yeah. the replays, like oh on this play where whatever happened, like you have receiver X Y Z open and he just right. misses them. Right. Yeah, and I I think there's some ways that they can tailor it a little bit better. First of all, I hate bubble screens. I don't know why we do bubble screens. I don't know why we just don't do a running back screen or a jailhouse screen, you know, where you let the line in, you just dump it over the head and you get three or four offensive linemen in front, especially with the backs that we have. And I think that's just a good way of just getting him confidence and just making those easy completions. Um, it did suck to see him just completely miss the screen after he had a, such a bad series passing or like what, it, I forgot yeah. exactly what happened, but then like he throws the screen and it's like, he bounces it in and you're like, Oh my god, this guy can't even throw sideways like right. five yards, and that's it's frustrating right. as fans to see. And, and you know, like his receivers need to help him out, right? Like Cole Komet can't drop balls, Darnell Mooney can't drop balls. Um, you know, especially if you are, you know, someone like Komet or if you're someone like Mooney who wants to get that next deal, like you gotta help out your receiver a little bit too. Or your I'm sorry, excuse me, your quarterback. Um, there's some things the line can improve on. Obviously, they give up a lot of sacks. Yeah, pass protect is a little... It's getting better. Um, but also, sacks could also be... I think Fields' biggest problem is not that he's... Obviously, it's not pulling the trigger. But in my opinion, is, you know, just... Does he feel the pressure on, too quick? Just, yeah, holding on to the ball, man. Just, like, get it out of there. like. For your own well-being and safety, like, get the fuck out of there. And and I mean I and I'm not the obviously the offensive coordinator of the Bears, but I'm sure that Luke Getzey is like running pass plays where he's designed to get the ball out quickly. Like I'm sure he's not running, you know, all like four verts or like big post post patterns to get yeah. Open. They, I mean they don't have the the talent for that. Either. They don't have the talent. They don't have the line to like give them that give uh, Justin enough time, but yeah, it does seem like he's holding on, holding on too long. And then he also kind of feels the pressure too quickly. And then like, kind of, it's like jailbreak from there. It's like, he's going to, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying he can't get out of the pocket. Cause like we've seen right. that. Yeah. What's and, great. And that's, the thing. that's, that's the thing that like holds me back from saying like, he's a bus. It's like, you could see his pure athletic skill, him running off and getting you know, 20, 30 yards. Yeah. Um, I, I, that's, it's like, fuck it's there. Yeah. I've I've heard I've listened to a couple podcasts about saying saying how like in year two Trevor Lawrence seems to be taking the next step and he doesn't have he doesn't seem to have the same um, he's kind of doesn't have like the premier weapons that no but he also has an experienced head coach who's won a Super Bowl he has, well he has experienced head coach but like Christian Kirk is like solid yeah he's, he's solid. a he's a solid vet like he's a he's a good option he's got Zay Jones James Robinson Travis Etienne like. They've got guys, and I'm yeah. sure there's more people. Uh, there's more people too. I think that uh, I'm missing, but it's just I don't know. You know, and like we've argued this before, and I know I've read articles and listened to podcasts, and I know you and Tim have done the same. It's just like, would you take a bad season? The fields looks good, 
and like on paper, you know, kind of like Justin Herbert. At the same time, you know, the Chargers didn't make the playoffs last year, mm-hmm. right? They don't look good this year because, like, just because if your quarterback is good and the rest of the team isn't good, that means you might have more holes everywhere. Yeah. Right? And, like, it's going to get expensive, and you're going to have to waste draft capital. Like, I, I don't – I get the theory, and I I understand I think, where you're coming from, but I don't think just having a good quarterback – it definitely puts you in the situation to win. Right? If you have a top-tier quarterback, you are definitely in the conversation to win. Does it answer all your questions? No. I, I feel like – and I, I know I texted you and Tim, like, uh, I'm, I'm souring on fields. That's, just, that's pretty much like a knee-jerk reaction to him playing so bad. But, like, I think that like, you, you can't really judge the guy until he has weapons around him. I mean, we have the $100 million in cap space next year. We're going to get someone in the draft, in the free agency market. And, like, I, for some reason, like, I don't get the same, like, feeling I did with Mitch that I do with Justin, where I, like, I feel like, oh, we, like, Mitch was, like, not a proven guy in college, so you're, like, Right, oh, he I, only had one good year. Yeah, I, I, I can see why he's not being uh, successful in the pros, because he wasn't that guy in college, but Justin Fields was the guy in college, or one of the guys in college coming out of the draft. Granted, he was in Ohio State, where he had stacked O-line, crazy receivers. So maybe if we get him some of those weapons, he might he might start hitting his hitting his um, passes or whatever. But he's also still this is this it's is also his week three. It's week three. It's and this is week his three. What, tenth start, something like that. His thirteenth. Thirteenth start. Yeah. Third with a new head coach with a new offensive coordinator. So I'm not I'm not ready to hit the panic button yet. Initially, just like watching him and like I'm like, you know how I you know how I'm watching games where it's like oh Duke's down four nothing turn off the game they lost yeah. so it's very knee jerk but I think we're gonna hit a stretch of games I, here I, like, I, I also think this losing to Green Bay in Chicago is like losing three weeks in a row yeah you know I I can't imagine what the radio and the newspapers have been saying back home I'm sure they've been. It's it's been is he the guy like do the Bears have to plan on going after whoever C.J. Stroud or uh, Bryce what's his name Bryce Young. Bryce Young. But I mean the Bears are the Bears are two and one the Bears are the crazy thing in all this they are two and one the crazy thing in all this with how uh, like bad Justin has played the Bears are two and one and with their upcoming schedule they like could sneak around fuck around they could and find sneak out around. So I just think like the bears are probably better off, like putting all their chips in Justin's basket and then yeah. building around him and hope and hopefully that it, it comes around. But I, I mean, mean look, you look at Jalen hurts and like all those, like kind of not yeah, the they got recent the, guys. Well, they got one of the top five receivers in the league. Exactly. Not like the, the recent, not, not like um, fields draft class, but the previous one, like the one before that with Jalen hurts. And you got guys like that. I mean, Jalen hurts was like, making a lot of bad passes was kind of like, uh, Eagles fans were like, Oh, like, did we make yeah. the right pick here? And then you give them AJ Brown. They've got Dallas Goddard, Devonte Smith. And then, I mean, he looks great. Yeah. Yeah, no, he, he looks 
Like he could be the, you know, see second, what he's doing. Second year with the head, second year with the head coach. Right, and I, you know, it takes time. And obviously, in the society that we live in, the culture we live in, like people are very impatient. Yes, and it, people have been impatient in, in the market. In this organization, in the market, it's yeah, and, and I get it. Like the NFL, there's always there's always a draft. You know, there's always a new quarterback. There's always a new shiny toy that people want to get, and like. Let's be honest. Bear fans have been waiting for a quarterback forever. They, yeah, they, they Bears fans want it so bad. Yeah. To be for Justin to be like the guy, not just like a person or a guy, but just the the guy. Hall of Fame quarterback that we've always wanted. Well, and it's like the Bears fans, like we we want things, and then like when it it like doesn't go our way, like we want the complete opposite, like. Last year, we want to run the ball more, and what are we doing? We're we're running the ball a lot. But we're successful with it. We're Justin's two and one. Justin's throwing the ball. Yeah. So it's like you can't. It's like you can only do with so right. much. I, I, yeah, let's go to the positives. Let's go to some positives. Okay, so the big positives of the game against the Texans were uh, they won. They, they won. They won. That they was won the biggest positive. They, they found a way to win. They won. Um, Khalil Herbert played great. I know. I, did, I, mean, I have him in my work league, and I didn't start him. And now yeah, Tim I mean, has him. And Tim, Tim has him, and him. he has Monty, so that's kind of – that works out good for him. But – and I've heard – there's been a lot of, like, chatter from, like, uh, fantasy football and other people about how, like, Khalil Herbert, like, might be a better fit for the the scheme or whatever it may be. He might be the better running back. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's – it's, you know, you know how running backs are. Like, you get like your one year, unless like you're elite, elite. Like, you get your your first contract, and then you're pretty much done. They get a new person. But he ran hard. He ran for over 200 yards, if I'm not mistaken, right? He had uh, 157, I think, or oh, okay. 187. But he had oh, two, two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. He's got three on the year already. So he he and, he and here's the thing: Montgomery had over 100 the week before. So the Bears the running actually game's don't have the worst offense in the league. No, it's 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 just not. It's like twenty three right now. It's just not sexy. Obviously, I mean twenty three is not. Can anything you imagine great, but... if if they continue to run the ball? You know, similar to the same clip that they're running right now. But you know, Fields gets better. Like you're going to have an above average offense. Yeah, right? if he takes the next step, I mean the, yeah. that like running game. If you could have that running game. Like throughout the year, you are thrilled with that. Like you're gonna my win, dad, you're, your dad, Tim's dad. You're gonna win nine games. You're gonna win nine nine games this year. And like, and and running is it like so much? Uh, nece- I mean, it's a necessity, but it's like an attitude of your team. Like we run the ball, yeah. we're gonna knock people over. We're gonna get five six yards every run play. Right. So it's it's good to see. I I'm not I'm not one of those people who, um, one of those Bears fans who are saying like. Why are we running so much? Like we need to get Justin throwing the ball, but it's just, those are the same people say we don't have weapons for Justin. So how can we? Yeah, touch you're, him? you're definitely in a rock and a hard space. If running the ball is what's working, go. Then you got to keep running it. And, and here's the thing: as much as the line has looked suspect on pass blocking, and, I, and they're going to get better. Like they're going to get better. It's a and it's it's a young group. Like that's yeah. You know, it, you Two know, second-year players and one rookie starting. Right, right. But I think also, um, 
once you kind of figure out, like, I am worried about Jenkins. You know, he didn't start because, like, he does seem like he's kind of an attitude problem or he has coaching issues. Um, he only played 22 snaps last week. Um, Patrick got the start. I don't know if they like Mustaford on some stuff. I think Mustaford, while I think it's not good, Mustaford has showed that he can be a good swing um, lineman. You know, he can play center, he can play guard. You know, that's that's good to have. He's a good he's a good depth piece, but I don't think you want him starting. Yeah, yeah, he's he's your swing offensive lineman. Um, I definitely think you know I'd love to have Lucas Patrick in that center, but I don't think his hands ready. And then you would also like to get Jenkins. You know, Jenkins looks looks good at right card. I mean, they all have looked good. They look really good at their run blocking. I was watching some film today because I was bored. But they're doing those chip blocks, right? They hit that first level. You can get up to the second level and hit a running or a linebacker or a safety. And then you see those seven, eight-yard gains. It's just like, shit, like, it's working. And, th- like, and this is coming from an O-line that – People in the offseason were saying that oh, it was going to be the worst offensive line. Like, on paper, the Bears' offensive line, Justin Fields is going to get that's, annihilated. That's, which that's he's, like, he's been getting hit. But he's like, been getting hit. But there's but, some things on him, too. His footwork's got to get better. Um, but, like, for, for, what, like, for what I feel like a lot of Bears fans were thinking of this offensive line, they've definitely overperformed or exceeded yes, expectations. I, I can't complain too much. I really the, can't. Yeah, and it's like you want to see the big pass plays and see Justin all that, but like I love seeing Khalil Herbert like just rip off sprint down the field for fifty, run. sixty yards. Yeah, that was yeah. great. That was or absolutely when, or great. Or here's the thing: when they got in the end zone for that second touchdown, or their last—I think it was their last touchdown, right? Did they have three touchdowns? Yeah, they only had two. They only had two. Two. Um, they put in a jumbo set. Right, they put in an extra tight end. They put in the fullback. They put in Herbert. It's just like, okay, we're gonna run it down your fucking throat. Like this is no, you know where it's going. Here it comes. Try to stop us. This is and this is another positive that I like that goes along with all this. This is one of the first times in a long time, and granted, it's not Justin Fields making big plays, but when we're in the red zone within the five yard line. I have a much better feeling that we're going to score than we did all of last year because oh, I, I, I made a joke with that with my buddy um, last week. It was just like, I felt like when the bears were like in the, on the eight yard line, they had no idea what to do. Yeah. Like if it was first and goal at the eight, we might as well just kick a field goal. <laughs> but if you get in the five, I feel like we, like with this, with our run blocking and our running back, we could, we could most likely will score or like run a good play action pass and who knows, but yeah, I don't know. It, it just, it just, it seems better this year than it did all of last year. Cause you never know, like last year with Nagy second and goal from the two, you he's know, gonna do what's something. The... yeah, he's going to do some like double reverse pass. Ex- yeah. Or like have or, three wide receivers out. Here's, four another wide receivers thing. Out. here's another thing. They have not had a lot of offensive penalties. Uh, for a year, I totally agree, Jackson. But for a year, that we, no one expects the Bears to do anything, it's a growing, rebuilding year. That is one of the most important things. That oh my God! You have to instill in like yeah. the culture and the team. Penalties destroy drives. Like I, I mean, I don't have that n- the number in front of me, but 
just we have to be like miles below where we were last year in terms of how many penalties we I don't think we've had. had a delay a game. I haven't seen that many false starts, you know, or like, I mean, it was stupid that they had that one stupid snap infraction, mm-hmm. but like, whatever. Um, and, for the, and for the most part, like you, you've seen it with, um, or doing the timeouts when it's like an unnecessary time to call a timeout. You know, yeah. Like, just like uh, I, for the most part, another positive with, uh, with Iberfus, it seems like he like is a good game manager. I know there was that time where like they had time before the second half. Yeah. They, they could have went for a field goal and they, they could have tried yeah. something, but like, I, I feel like that was more of like a, we need, like, we're not in any, yeah, and I think that's that's something he'll learn, you know, how to be aggressive. You know, it's yeah. you know he's learning too. And he's never three, been a play you, caller. But you you you've seen over these past few weeks with like Nathaniel Hackett and other coaches where they're like, "What are you doing? I haven't had to I haven't had to be like Eberflus. What are you doing? Like in this situation, like yeah. call a timeout or do this. Like it seems like, and I it, for it could guys be because, just not being like lined up. Yeah, you know, like how many times last year would he get a false start after a penalty or delay a game after mm-hmm. a penalty? Or my favorite, like, well, the delay a game after penalties is always the best. Let's be honest. But like, not enough men on the line of scrimmage or illegal formation. It's just like Jesus Christ. Yeah, you you don't see that. Which There's is no, there was no discipline last year, and I think this year for a young team and like some veterans who've been around a while, like who are like. You know, how do you get them to buy into a system? It's obviously working, and I think it's paying off for some guys. And and you see that obviously, um, just kind of add on to the whole Eberflus factor to it. These guys, mostly mostly just Eddie Jackson, like guys that have come back to life. And and there are yeah. some other plays that I want to talk about on the defensive end because I mean, with the Bears being in the offseason, like deemed like the most untalented team, there's nobody there. Right. There's a lot of people making plays. Eddie Jackson making another interception, being there, being it's the second, I mean, right? This year. That's his second interception. Yeah. It, it could be, it could be coaching. It could be because we actually have a hard hitting safe, a strong safety up in the box who can make tackles. But I'm just like happy to see that this defense is, is making plays. And I'm not expecting them to shut out teams being this top-tier no, defense. It, especially defenses aren't built like that anymore. But there are a lot of great plays. I mean, Roquan with obviously the pick six and having so many great tackles. That hit from Roquan, that was that I forgot who it was on, but the one where he just like they're, flew they're, in. They're, they're creating turnovers, which is finally good. Last year they could not create turnovers. The one bad turnover, or one turnover they didn't have, I forget who it was. The guy they re-signed to the practice squad. Um, oh, what's his name? But the ball went right under his legs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like that's something. This is like you recover that fumble, you pound it in for a touchdown, you win the game. Yeah. You know? Oh, and I was like Matt Thomas or something like that or something. Yeah. It's just like, dude, they just called you up. Oh, you know. Yeah, that, that was grilled. a tough. It's like squeak through. I'd never seen that happen before. He got like nutmegged. And I know that Kyler Gordon has kind of gotten uh, burned a couple times. He's a rookie, but that play where he um, blitzed in and then uh, David Mills went to go throw the ball and he swatted it down. Just yeah, a heads-up play play. by him. Yeah, he made a good play against Green Bay, too, where he got burned and was able to come back and, you know, knock the ball away. Um, you know, Brisker, I know people are like, well, he's given off the most yards out of any rookie cornerback. And I'm like, well, do you know what? That means he's getting the most looks. 
And yeah, it's frustrating, but he's a rookie for a reason. You know, he'll continue to learn. Um, and not a lot of there's not a lot of rookie cornerbacks who are starters in the NFL. You don't see that a lot. No, and it, it, it's only going to be positive for him because he's he's going to go into next season being so more. Yeah, he'll have that game experience. And guess what? You know, he got lit up last week against Green Bay. That's not a bad team to get lit up by and learn from. You want to you want to learn the best. You got to get your ass kicked by the best. Unfortunately. Absolutely. I will say this. I thought Kendall Vildor, like, yeah, he started off rough, but then he ended well. Right. Two. What he had five tackles and two pass breakups. Yeah, he he has been like, I mean, how many times last year did we bring up Kendall Vildor? It could be that the coaching staff is like, hey, we know that. You're I mean, not this- I still don't think he's good, but like, at least he shows you something. At least he like fights. And that's a, that that plays into the whole his like, philosophy. His philosophy, everyone buying in, seeing the whole defense gang tackle. The ball carrier, great to see. I mean, it's just it's refreshing. I know it's we're two and one, two like completely gritty you're, wins. Like you're not, tied in first place. You're tied for first place. So, other than Fields not playing well, I'm not super upset with how the Bears have played, especially with their expectations. So, just got to keep hoping that he keeps getting better and better and. This week, yeah. which we'll talk about. How are you feeling about the Giants game? Because we had, in our pick, so we are 2-1 and one as the Bears' record as we, you know. But obviously, we had them losing to, uh, wait, are we 1-2? and two? We might be 1-2. I forget. No, what we're two, we are 2-1. Two we're 2-1. We, yeah, we, we had the. We had Green Bay winning. Yeah, so um, the Bears are 2-1. and one. We're two and one, and yeah, I, we just we flipped the San Francisco picks. So. Yeah, I, I believe Tim had the Giants pick, and then yes. I, he had us losing to the Giants. No, he he has us winning against the Giants. Does he have us winning against the Giants? Yeah, I don't know why I thought the Giants. Okay, good, because I was going to say I am more. The, the only thing is, can we stop Saquon? He looks good. Saquon he looks, looks good. Very good. Um, but here's the thing: they don't have a lot of weapons. You know, they have a hard time stopping the run as well. Their wide receiver just went down. Um, yeah, Sterling Shepard. Out for the year. Um, you know, I think with the Bears, it's just going to be another grinded out game. You know, this is going to be on the road. You have two road games coming up, right? If you could split any of these road games, obviously, you don't want to go down 0-2 in the division. You know, if I were to choose a win that I would rather have, obviously be against more of the Vikings because you don't want to go 0-2 in the division to start off the season. Um, but you, the Giants seem more of your range of a team to beat, you know, kind of like the Texans. I know they start off 2-0. But Dallas kind of controlled that game last night from what I thought. Um, it, it was a big, um, what do you call it, a big Saquon run away from being a blowout like he had that great run and then that was it, it yeah there was no real offense yeah. there and, and you know cd lamb catches that ball 99 percent of the time you know that's a touchdown um but, you know the you way look I, at their, oh go, go ahead, ahead go ahead you look at their schedule you know giants vikings commanders you know you take two out of three there you're you're, you're pretty you're in a decent spot and then who's after the Commanders? Uh, um, I have it up. Is it uh, New England? 
It is, I think it might be New England, and Mac Jones could be out. Yeah, New England, Dallas. Even with Mac Jones, Dallas, I mean, New England hasn't looked the best. Yeah, I mean, I think that there are some women... There are some winnable games there. If we come out of there two and two, I can see it's coming out of the, this four game stretch two and two or three and one. Like, oh, I'll take three and one in a heartbeat. Absolutely. Um, the way I see uh, the game going this Sunday is that Daniel Jones and Justin Fields, some one of them is going to have to make a play, and I think that Justin Fields is more likely. Mm-hmm. that person to make a play. I mean, we've seen Daniel Jones. This is what his fourth year. Uh, I think it's his third year, third year. And I think the, the, the book is written on Daniel Jones. So I, he is not going to make it. He won't make a play that worries you outside of fields right now. Cause there's something that worries me a little bit. Um, we have no pass pass rush. The quarterback doesn't really get, yeah, that's 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 what I'm worried about. You know, the first two weeks they kind of looked okay. Last week there was none. You know, Robert Quinn's got to get going, man. I said there was one going. play. I forgot what which one it was, but it was like a crucial time in the game, and then this um, Robert Quinn just got pancaked hard, and you're just like, ah, oh, well, he's down. There's nobody else who's gonna make a play. So yeah, I mean. <sighs> Robert is old. That's the thing. He's got a lot of stock in an old man <laughs> trying to rush the quarterback. But, yeah, I mean, he's got to get a sack. I don't think he has one yet this year. Um, if that, just keep drawing penalties, you know. Keep Try to draw holding calls. And, you know, obviously the Bears do kind of have like a bend, don't break defense. They do give up. And that's where you get a lot of – you get a lot of bend, break, don't break. Don't bend, but don't break. Excuse me. In a lot of that Tampa two cover two defenses, you know, they gave up a lot of big plays last week, but obviously they didn't give up like the big play in the game. Um, you know, you just got to keep things in front of you, make those tackles. And, you know, if you're going to run a four, three, you know, you don't really blitz a lot in four, three, cause you have a four man front, but it only works if you're getting pressure. So they got to get some pressure. I know they're, they have a lot of young pass rushers, but just got to, got to get home, man. Yeah, it, I think this is like I feel like the Giants and the Bears are in pretty similar situations in terms of like got a young quarterback. There's really no talent around either of them except for the running game. Right. So just who, which quarterback makes a play and who? A lot of young defense. A lot of a lot of young defenses though. Yeah, which which uh, quarterback makes a play and who has more turnovers and. If I was to bet on which defense is going to have more turnovers, I would say that the Bears are more proven. They're forcing fumbles, punching balls out, getting interceptions. So could lean in our our direction a little bit. So Yeah, yeah, I, I would like to see a pick. And then I think if they could score a defensive touchdown, I think that could definitely change the momentum of the game. I think special teams has kind of been an issue, especially in the return game. Um, they're not getting those key blocks. They're taking weird chances within like the 10-yard line. Um, it just one, you know, special teams is so hard to judge because you have to have a lot of good talent on special teams. And I think that's where the bears lack of depth is going to hurt them, especially on special teams. And if you want to be a team that wants to run the ball, like you just need better field goal position. 
Yeah, um, yeah, like absolutely. You can't be starting the you can't be starting a drive every time inside the 15 yard line. You know, look where like it took us so long to get good field position uh, in the San Francisco game. Like we were backed up inside that 10 yard line all all first half. Well, and I know we joked about Jakeem Grant being the Pro Bowler and all that, but like if one out of two punt returns he returns it for 10, 15 yards, that's give you awesome, give you some breathing room. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, you might be like, what the heck are you doing going side to side or whatever? But, like, the, the next punt he gets, he takes it 10, 15, 20 yards, pays off. Yeah. So, do you – so and, now, and Kyra Santo looked good. He did, yes. And I know that he missed a couple uh, field goals, extra points, in that rain-soaked game against the 49ers. But, I mean, he's he's consistent. You don't have that kicking problem anymore. Um, so I know we have the uh, Giants winning this game. Do you, do you think you're still on? No, I, we have the Bears winning this game. Sorry, yeah, I keep saying that. We have the Bears winning this game. Are you still on the Bears? I still think the Bears will win this game. I, I do too. Um, I know we haven't played in the Meadowlands since 2018. Uh, what is this, our fifth year in the role playing the Giants? Mm. Um Turn it into a nice little rivalry. I'd rather play the Giants than the uh, <laughs> than the fucking Rams every year that we got stuck with because of the flex scheduling and stuff like that. Yeah, we stuck the yeah. Rams for four years. But uh, I think the Bears will eke out a win. I can see this being another low-scoring game, like a 16-13 or 16-14 game. I don't think it's going to be pretty. Oh, uh, yeah. It's, it's going to be hard to watch, similar to yeah. the Texans game. yeah. Um, but do you know what? It's hard to win in the NFL. It's hard to be three and one. You know, if you win this game, you keep pace with the Giants. I'm sorry, with the Vikings and the Packers, which is all you have to do. Um, you know, you keep building momentum going into uh, the following week in Minneapolis, which is going to be a tough place to play. Um, and then you're back home for Thursday night. So, this spot, this spot against the Giants, if it was Matt Nagy coaching, this is a clearly losable game. Like you're, oh, it still is. I mean, I would not be surprised if we like get our ass kicked. You know, I, you see, I now feels, I don't think I don't think on the road. I don't think we'll get our. If we lose this game, I don't think it'll be like an ass kicking. I feel like under Nagy, it would be like uh, we just kick ourselves in the ass so many times. We're like we blow the game similar to like the Steelers game of last year, or we just get blown out this year. I, f- I feel like if we lose this game, it's going to be like a, Oh, we just like, Nagy we just got three and one against the giants though. I will give that. that. Yeah, three and one against the giants. That's true. But I don't something, something about this game of being like two just equally matched teams. I'm like, I think Nagy would have blown this game or done something differently. Do you think like, you know, the term they use this a lot in college football, mostly in college football, you think this is like a trap game? Um, I don't because I don't think there's a look ahead to okay. the Bears. I think that I think you have to be a good team. Like you have to be like a widely acknowledged good team to like have trap games for the Bears. I don't think they are widely acknowledged as being a good team. Yeah, I don't think that they're a good team. So I don't think that there are trap games for. If they win this game, like if they win this game and they beat Minneapolis, would you start thinking that they're maybe a better team? 
Yeah, they'd have to beat Minnesota. They'd have okay. to beat Minnesota. I mean, because then they would have beat the Niners, who are one and two, and they don't look good. They would have lost to the Packers, who are the Packers. Beat the Texans, who are bad. Giants, who are bad, even though they're two and one. Yeah, they're gonna. I think they need to beat someone big to get the like, pressure. A off. big name, yeah, to get like yeah. get that status. Okay. I was just like, oh, you're just yeah, playing. A, you're that. playing a bad schedule. Cause I th- don't they have the easiest schedule? And uh, I don't think they have the easiest. I think they're. I think they're toward there. Um, I think they're actually more in the middle of the pack because they do. They do have quite a few playoff teams on their schedule. Eight. Like Buffalo, Miami was a borderline playoff team. New England was a playoff team. Um, Dallas was a playoff team. The Eagles were a playoff team. The Niners were a playoff team. Packers. So like, so here's here's like a good example of a of how a trap game in my mind works. So like the Bears, they're not they're not good. So I don't think that they can have trap games. A trap game would be if they win the next two games and they're going against Washington, who's lost the last three. Yes, but I'm thinking like if. The Dolphins stay hot the way that they have been, and they play the Bears in the next few weeks. I think in the next five weeks or so, the Bears could be a trap game for the Dolphins because no one okay. has expectations for the Bears. Everyone is now like riding high on the Dolphins because of other. I mean, Tua's playing great. Tariq Waddle, young head coach. That's like a trap game to me. Like that has all like the stipulations where the Bears are just like kind of there. So I don't I don't think they're trap game eligible unless like you said they are four and one five and one they play the commanders who they are one and five one and four whatever it may be they look bad yeah they look bad is the uh, is the hype for the commanders big in DC I mean I know I love no, it's crap I saw more people today wearing Dallas Cowboy shirts. Well, and I know that they're picking a mascot for the Commanders. Is that correct? Like they're trying I to pick did between like. Not hear that at all. I, I think I they're like trying to pick. Wait to see that. I think they're trying to pick between like the the actual mascot, like um, Staley the Bear. I think it's between like a pig and like something else. <laughs> I mean, Christ. everyone thinks that they should have been the Hogs. Like they probably could have been much better if they were the Hogs. But I mean, they used to have a bunch of guys dressed in drag. You know, yeah, they, should like play, the they should lean into that hard. I mean, there were a ton of Eagle fans there last week. I think they said they had 36 buses that drove down to yeah, Landover. And, and there's a lot of Philly fans who live in this area, too, just because D.C. is such a transplant city. But I was watching some of the game, and they were they were everywhere in that stadium. I, t- I told you. I told um, what's-his-face, your buddy from Philly, that their Eagles were going to be good, and he was telling me no. Now look at him. I uh, yeah, I'm seeing Rich tomorrow. I'll I'll, I'll bring that up. Say so I told them that they're gonna also, be good. I don't know. He's also a narcissist Eagle fan, so I mean he's Eagle fans are very similar to the Bears, where they, they're very jaded and hate their lives too. But yeah, they have they have a good reason to. Although other than the Super Bowl, they have a good reason to. It's, yeah, it's been dark. All right, so the Bears preview. The Bears are playing the Giants. We that's me me and Jackson both have them as a win. Tim has it a win. I'm sure Tim has it as a win now, seeing them play. That means they lose. I mean, I feel like the, the, this overall just, like, summary of the Bears is, like, the Bears would be great in, like, the 1960s. Oh, yeah. Run heavy. Defense. Uh, defense, yeah, defense yeah. first. Like, this is, Discipl- like, 
This is Bears. I mean, here's the thing. They're, the NFL is such a 20 – it's become like cable news politics, the NFL. Yeah. Right, where every take is taken seriously, unfortunately. And, like, everything revolves around how far you can throw the ball. And, like, everyone's an expert. I'm sorry, I don't think Dan Orlowski is an – I don't trust the person <laughs> who ran out of bounds as an expert. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. Well, that happened to Jimmy G. He ran out of the end zone. At least, what you call it, like Jimmy G just barely backed up and stepped out of bounds. Like stepped on the line, not just Orlowski, like, like he wasn't ran in the cheerleaders room. Yeah, he was almost in the first row of the end zone. He could have got me a popcorn and a beer or something. But like, you know, or Stephen A. Smith is an ex. Like, we're not experts. You know, we're not trying to be experts. But the people who think they are, like, they're just so annoying and like. And I think the big thing is, is like for us, like we're like we don't like you said, don't claim to be experts, but we're just no. I've been tweeting three guys who have been shit all week about Brett Favre and how he's. Because the... we're we're just three guys who have had seventy plus years of like Bears fandom experience and like knowing kind of how things things are in this organization and our takes on that. But we also are very sports savvy people and we can comment on things. But we are not. Like you said, I'm not claiming that we're right on everything that we say. That's That would just be silly. Right. Right. I don't well, know. The problem with sports today, it's it's like 24-7 news with politics. Right? Like when, yeah. when people take Barstool seriously, it's like, all right, come on now. Yeah. Well, and like the, the thing is, is like how – like ESPN, like – Obviously, it was on 24 hours, but it was just like Sports Center for what 10 of those 24 hours. So it's like just the same thing over and over again, but reporting on the news. Now it's literally like Meet the Press. Yes, like it's Morning Joe, debating, Fox and, and yeah. Friends, you know, it's, or Crossline. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's funny how, like, um, what, what was that show on ESPN that happened every Sunday? The Sports Reporters. The sports Reporters. Like, that was like the big, like, Debating like um, yeah, panel. Those were, all, those were all like writers. Those were like guys who like knew the ins and the outs of everything. You know, now, now we and, now we get like the the guy who was a fullback for New England for four years, and let's give him a job, and let's have him well, talk about the NBA. Oh, not even that. Like, oh, you had a you had a popular uh, video on TikTok or YouTube. Like, come on, let's talk about Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Come on in. Yeah. I will say this, though. Brett Favre is a crook and should go to jail. Yeah, that's, I mean. I've been tweeting it out as jokes, but in all seriousness, he is a fucking crook. I mean, the, the Packers are two for two on just, like, shitty people that have been quarterbacks. Yep. Yep. And the Bears' Twitter did get hacked, but it turns out it was Dick Buckus who couldn't get the phone out of his pocket. That makes perfect sense. That. Yeah. I like that. Did you see the video? Like I did. It just looked like a, like a ruffling of a phone. Just like yeah, it, 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 like, was it was Dick Butkus, and he couldn't flip the camera around or get it out of his pocket. Why are you giving a phone to Dick Butkus? He doesn't know what he's the at Hallis Halls today. So, well, whoever is the head of PR, like you should know better than to give uh, geriatric man a phone. Yeah. I love it, though. It's kind of funny. Well, I like to still think it was Brett Favre who hacked us, so. Well, he's that's, an asshole. That's, that's, but that's who's been running the, the tweets about Brett Favre has been me. 
So good, good. Well, he is an asshole crook, and he uh, ha- he leads a league in interceptions. So and or leads leads uh, unsolicited dick pics. NFL. He he and his regular gene commercial sucked. So. I, I'm a, a Levi. I'm a Levi's guy, man. Yeah, yeah fuck. Who, who, Wrangler jeans is like the Walmart brand, which makes perfect sense for Packers. Red Favre. It's it's very fitting. So yeah. All right. Well, Jack, I think that was a great episode. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Let's get Pretty this short. Online. The Bears are gonna we'll win on Sunday against the Giants. I'm gonna I'm gonna predict. Uh, what do you, you want to predict? Field stat line for this game? No. No, I don't, because I have no idea where the hell it's going to go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say 160 yards, one touchdown, mm. one interception. One one touchdown throwing, one rushing. 160, one, one throwing, one interception, bad interception, like cringing interception, and one rushing touchdown. But the Bears win a, a score of like 23 to 17, something like that. That's my guess. What you uh? What you think of the Giants' whiteout attempt? I I like that look of the Giants. The white, like not so much the fans because that was the fans' whiteout, right? Yeah. But the jury and that I could care less about. NFL like they don't they don't show the fans enough for it to matter. I did like the Giants' jerseys. Like I like the Giants. They're wearing that. On, I think they're wearing that on Sunday. Well, they lost in it, so perfect. That's so, great. No, they're wearing the helmets, but they're wearing the 80 blues. Oh. Eh, still. I do like that look better than the NY. I think just because, like, that's I remember when the NY came out, that was hot. That was, like, oh, That was man, cool because, like, was everyone hot. was used to the Giants. But I think right. now that the NY has been so. It's been around for like, 20 years now. They want, I mean, two Super Bowls and Eli. Like, that's, like, the Eli era. I think that, yeah. like, the Giants spelled out is cool. but It's, like, the Lawrence Taylor era. Yep. And then in a few more weeks, we have the uh, Thursday night. Isn't it going to oh, be a God. Command- Commanders and Bears? Isn't it like That's the not orange. Color Rush, but it's yeah, whatever it's you call it. The, the alternative yes, crap. That'll it's going to look Ugh. so bad. <laughs> it's going to look we, so bad. We got to get through this week, but I think I think the Bears pull out pull out the win here. Yeah, I'm going to go 20 to 17 Bears. 2017. I, yeah, I said 23 17. So that's that play. So other than that, Bears win Sunday. It's our prediction. Other than that, Jackson, all I got to say is go Bears. Bear down, baby. First place in the NFC North. Absolutely. Tied. All right, later. Talk to you. Thank you, thank you, and go Bears!